Yo, yo, yo. What is up, everybody? 515 Sports Podcast is back. Max Olson, Chase Winterbor, B-Rock Beerman. It is officially week zero. We have made it to the first week of college football. How are we feeling, fellas? I'm feeling great. I, I mean, honestly, you couldn't ask for a best, better schedule for week zero. There's some great games that we'll get into later in this episode. But, uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited. College football is back. Football is back in general. And uh, I'm ready for fall. Boys, it is finally here. Holy cow, it felt like it took forever to get this week zero going. But we made it. I'm excited. We got football. It might not be the best football, but hey, it's football. So I'm here and I'm ready. Yeah, I mean, I'm ready for it too. I think we got Northwestern plans. So, you know, it's game week. Cats Nation, let's ride. You know how it goes. But uh, before we get into some week zero action, we are going to talk a little bit about the AP poll, some college football playoff talk, and potentially a little Heisman uh, situation. So let's start it off with just kind of going over the top 25 that was released. We have typical top four from the past couple of years or the past like decade, basically Alabama at one Ohio state at two Georgia at three Clemson at four. And then we get down to the bottom half of the top 10. You got some, you know, familiar names that are usually in the top 10 with Notre Dame being at five. A&M is usually in the top 25, but this year they're top six, which is, a good sign for their program. Seven, we have Utah. Eight is Michigan. Nine, Oklahoma. Ten, Baylor. Eleven, Oregon. Twelve, Oklahoma State. Thirteen, NC State. Fourteen is USC. Then you got the Spartans of Michigan State at 15. Miami at 16. Pittsburgh at 17. Wisconsin Badgers at 18. Razorbacks of Arkansas at 19. Kentucky Wildcats at 20. 21 is Old Miss. Wake Forest at 22, Cincinnati at 23, Houston Cougars at 24, and BYU at 25. That is the AP Top 25. We'll take it over to Chase if you want to give us some insights of what you thought about the poll and, and if there was anything that stuck out to you. Yes, yeah, I mean, overall, I think it's a pretty solid list. I think it's pretty reasonable. I mean, just kind of starting in the top 10 here, Brock, I think the first four, honestly, I mean, that's how I would put them. So I think that's fine. Notre Dame at five. Uh, I don't know about that one. I know I'm a little biased towards the Notre Dame hate, but um, I don't know. I, I mean, I think I get why they put them at five because like they're obviously going to open up and they're probably going to lose to Ohio State and their other loss is going to be to Clemson. And they're going to beat USC. I know Max doesn't agree. So I see them easily having two losses, but I don't know if they – my, I don't know. Like, I get why they put them at five. I don't think, though, that they're going to be at five at the end of the year. And then, like, right behind them, too, with AM, like, I'm, I think AM's good. Don't, I think they're like definitely going the right direction, but I think them at six might be a little too high for me, too. But I don't know. I, I think overall it's fine. I probably would put Utah ahead of both of those schools, honestly, but that's just me. I think Utah is returning a good amount, too, and I think they're just as good as them. Yeah, I think, you know, Michigan, they should be pretty solid again. I like the Oklahoma-Baylor in there. Yeah, I don't know. Did you guys have anything else for the top 10, I guess, while we're at it? For the top 10, I mean, same same with you, one through four. Basically, the four teams I expect. Uh, I have I would have them at 
a different order, but we'll get into that later when we talk about the college football playoffs. Uh, Notre Dame, I do think, is a little ranked high. Uh, they're ranked off of their name. That's, I mean, I'm not going to get into it. They're usually ranked higher than they need to be because of their name. A&M, six. Only reason I think that's a little high for them is because of, you know, they're in the SEC and they're not one of the top two teams in the SEC. So usually that means the third team is not necessarily ranked in the top 10. So they'll probably drop at some point this year. I mean, Michigan, Oklahoma, I think could be a top 10 team, if not close to the playoffs, depending on how their season goes. Um, Baylor in the top 10 as well is a good pick. I don't have any really major issues with the top 10, except for maybe Oregon, because, you know, I picked Oregon to win the Pac-12. So I think they're a little better than just being number 11. But again, like one through, I think one through 13, you could probably rearrange some teams outside of the top four. Yeah, that's my my opinion on that. I think, kind of like you guys said, Notre Dame is probably a little bit high, but I think that's partially because of their first-week matchup against Ohio State. I think just if you think about it in an effort to bring in viewers, two versus five sounds better than two versus eight or whatever you put them at, right? So, And if they end up losing, they're just going to drop anyways. So maybe some of the thinking is put them high, if they lose, drop them down to where they're supposed to be or where you think they're at. That could be a scenario. I'm with you guys. I think most of this is pretty, pretty solid. I don't really have any issues with it. I think you could argue that Utah should be a little bit higher, but it's just, you see what happens at the end of the year. It doesn't really matter right away. It's just kind of interesting to see who they have where. I guess diving down to the bottom of this, the one of the, not issues, but one of the, surprises to me is wake being at 22 i think just because with the news of sam hartman not being able to play for who knows how long i i don't think that makes wake a top 25 team i was kind of surprised to see them at 22 and i just think it's interesting to see that the voters and people who put them at 22 still believe in their team as a whole without sam hartman right away yeah, I definitely agree, Max. I was actually going to mention that, too. I was surprised to see that they were still ranked at this point. With, I mean, I don't know. In my opinion, I just think Sam Hartman's literally their team. So if he's not on the field, I don't even know how they're ranked. But uh, maybe it was just out of respect or something. But, yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. I was also looking, and I don't know. I'm a little confused why Okie State's at 12. I think that's a little bit high for them. Uh, I think they're definitely going to be good again. But I don't know if they're top 12 right now. But... I don't know, I thought that was a little bit high, but yeah, for the most part though, I think I think I agree with the rest of it. Um, I did want to call Max out and say I'm happy Oregon's ranked higher than USC. That's definitely not going to change throughout the year. Go Ducks. But uh, yeah, no, the rest of it looks good. And don't be surprised here. We got at 26, just outside the top 25, we got the Vols of Tennessee. Watch out for them. They, I think they're going to sneak in here eventually. And then my main kind of topic here um, that I kind of thought was interesting was Texas was not ranked, but they got one vote to be first in the coaches poll, but they're not ranked in the AP. So I thought that was very strange as well. I mean, I was just going to mention that. I was like, maybe the uh, media people don't think Texas is back, which is kind of interesting because, you know, Texas fans think the other end of that conversation. And they did, like you said, get one vote in the coaches poll 
And uh, I, I kind of wonder who that is, like which team or coach said that. And I had my speculations. I wonder like if uh, Lincoln Riley, you know, at USC, you know, just to make some Oklahoma fans a little upset because anytime Texas gets <laughs> recognition, they yeah. they get a little upset about that. But uh, yeah, Texas was kind of shocking that they weren't in the top 25. And honestly, I was a little shocked that Iowa wasn't in the top 25 either. I think a lot of that has to do with the questions on the offensive side, of course. But like the, again, the, they'll they'll be in the top twenty-five at some point. That's a foregone conclusion. But uh, it's just question of when and how far will they go up. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing, Brock. I was gonna make the case. I think Iowa should have been instead of Wake. If you're gonna put a team in there at twenty-two, I was interested to see that they weren't for sure, and I was gonna make that same point i think i was a solid team and like we talked about before it just relies on their offense and if petrus can do his thing and you know their defense is going to be solid so they have enough pieces to kind of hang around and you know they're going to keep it close so like you said again i think for sure they'll be ranked at some point i don't know when i don't know where at but i agree they will for sure be ranked and if you don't mind me jumping back in you mentioned like notre dame being ranked as high as they are for like ratings purposes with their first game that's something similar that I think that they do with a lot of Big Ten specifically with teams, especially with Iowa, because they will jump teams up quickly if it means like Iowa Penn State last year. Wasn't that like that was top three matchup or something like that? And I don't know if necessarily Iowa or Penn State deserved to be in the top three at that time. And I mean, that game honestly was atrocious with, you know, Penn State's quarterback getting hurt and having to watch all that. I think Iowa might jump up quickly with how their schedule is put together with Michigan, Ohio State being on the schedule for sure. It's just a question of when. And honestly, they may need to not be looking forward to that and be focusing on week one because, you know, they have a tough FCS opponent this year for sure. I knew you were going to sneak that in at some point, Brock, but uh, I will go. (laughs) I kind of go along with you here, too. I think. Part of the reasoning that some of the Big Ten teams are ranked a lot higher is solely because of viewership. I think when you think about how conferences are lined and, you know, Big Ten with their new media deal and everything, you want to try to draw viewers to college football. I'm not saying that they don't have viewers. They obviously have – football's king. They run the world in terms of viewership and everything. But if they can draw more people into certain matchups, to certain games, they're obviously going to do that. And at the beginning of the year – as long as you're not putting somebody that should be at like 20 at like eight, you're going to be just fine. I think that's kind of the case with Notre Dame. I think Oregon, like Chase mentioned a little while ago, is kind of interesting at 11 because they're playing because they're playing Georgia right away. I'm not. I think I think Oregon's fine at 11. I don't have a problem with them being at 11. I think just that 311 matchup is a matchup you want in that first week, just like that 2-5 Ohio State Notre Dame matchup, and you want those ranked matchups right away, just like you have Arkansas and Cincy right away. So I think. If you have as many ranked matchups as you can get right away before everybody knows who's who, really, it's just better for the viewers, college football as a whole. So I think that plays a big role in some of the rankings as well. And when those L's start like piling up for some teams, it's easier for the poll to like between uh, 12 and 25 to jump teams quickly because I mean, if there's a two loss team and like they're separated by two points differential on their losses or whatever, I mean, you can make an argument for either of them, I guess. Yeah, no, um, another 
point I was going to throw in there, boys. Uh, I don't know if you saw on Twitter what uh, Mountain West Socials was doing, but I don't know if you guys saw they uh, tweeted out something. It was like they had six teams in the top 44, and it was the same as the uh, Big 12 and Pac-12, I believe. I just thought that was hilarious, and I needed to bring that up as well. But uh, they're obviously – I think I don't even think they have anyone in the top 25, do they? No, it doesn't really – yeah. But, hey, they got six teams in the top 44, so – be on the watch for the uh, Mountain West this year, boys. And then uh, Fresno State did get 32 votes. But other than that, yeah, I just thought that was pretty funny. Need to bring that up. That was definitely a shot at the Big 12 and Pac-12 with the whole conference realignment situation yeah. with those two <laughs> conferences going at it with, you know, the Big 12 commissioner saying we're open for business and then the Pac-12 saying we're going to stay together as long as possible. I mean – if you're the Mountain West, if you're a small conference, might as well try to make as much fun as you can about the the uh, bigger conferences because, I mean, it's not going to hurt you really in any way. I saw that, and that honestly just made me laugh. But uh, <laughs> uh, Nebraska, you know, on the on the schedule this weekend, we'll talk about that later, one vote by the media. One vote. Let's go. So Scott Frost obviously has something cooking. Maybe it's all of that, um, you know, what was the news about last week? How his uh, offensive line has been getting sick like fifteen to twenty times a practice or something like that. That that yeah, that's yeah. winning football right there. Hey, I don't know, Brock. I guess if you throw up during practice, it means uh your team's gonna be good. So I don't know whatever that means. But besides that, some interesting teams that are also receiving votes. Uh, Chase mentioned Tennessee, Texas, of course, Iowa, Penn State. Some shocking ones: Auburn, who. I think we all had finishing last in the SEC. Did anybody have them finishing not in last? No, so, I was really shocked to see that as well. That was kind of shocking to me to see that because, you know, a lot of us, I mean, all of us, we had them dead last in the SEC, at least in their division. Kansas State is a team that some people are high, highly on. It'll depend on if they actually show up when it matters most. Boise State, another Mountain West team. That's going to be a good team this year for sure. South Carolina, baby. Beamer football, you know, Beamer ball. Two votes working their way up to the AP top 25, you know. Someday, someday, right? No. (laughs) But as we wrap up the talk about the AP top 25, is there anything that you guys want to talk about before we move on? Eventually, I think Arkansas makes their way into the top 10. I think that's kind of my... I wouldn't say bold prediction, but I think that is something to definitely look out for. I think Arkansas eventually makes their way into the top 10. I don't think they get like five or anything, but I think they can make their way inside the top 10 for sure. And I think since he ultimately drops out of the top 25 and kind of stays out. Yeah. And then, yeah, just kind of bounce off of that max kind of like our trenders. Um, I would say I would definitely be on the lookout for NC state. I know we all really high on Clemson, but I think NC State's still a pretty solid football team. And I know I was kind of bashing on them. Um, I think they got too high of expectations. But I still think that they're a pretty solid football team. I think they can hand around the top 10. And then, um, yes, I agree with the Arkansas one. And I also think Houston will start creeping their way up as well. And then, um, yes, my favorite pick is UCF. They will be in the top 25 eventually. Just got to wait. But, I mean, hey, they got 27 votes. So they're 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 closer than what you think. So, those are probably my three projections. You know, as a Big 12 homer, I do like seeing the uh, last three teams in the top 25 
are all future Big 12 teams with Cincinnati, Houston, and BYU. But, I mean, this is a great list. It's definitely going to change within the first three weeks of college football. A lot of teams are going to jump in. A lot of teams are going to drop out. So it'll be fun and interesting to see how this looks looking back maybe around bowl season, how many of these teams actually showed up and lived up to the expectations or fell on their faces and had a rough season for sure. And that is our talk on the AP top 25. We will now start talking about everybody's favorite topic when preparing for the college football season, the college football playoffs. It is still four teams and we are going to give our predictions right here. And honestly, you guys probably won't be shocked with a lot of these picks. Uh, I know Max said that he had something cooking. We'll see what he meant by that. (laughs) We'll see what he meant by that, but we'll start with Chase with his college football playoff prediction. (sighs) Yeah, this just kills me to say it, but yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't know. The one kind of doubting about college football is I feel like it's just way too predictable at the top. Yes, Chase. Say it louder. I don't know. Like, I still love college football and all the parody, but like it just seems too predictable at the top, and I don't know. So my playoff teams, it's it's pretty boring. It just literally goes all in order. I think it goes Bama, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson. I really do. I don't think – I think the maybe one or two teams that I could see um, sneaking in maybe is either Utah or Oregon. Like I'm on Brock's page. I think Oregon wins the Pac-12. But I'm just – I don't think they're going to win enough games, if that makes sense, in the regular season. I think they're going to have, like, at least probably two losses. So I don't think that's going to really get them in. And I only see Clemson maybe losing once at most, and same with Georgia. So, yeah, that's probably what I'm going to roll with. And then um, we're going to dive into my best bet, kind of a surprise right here. But uh, this is my final bet that I will be taking this year. So I got Bama to win the SEC West, Georgia to win the SEC East, and Ohio State to win the Big Ten East. All together, three legs, minus 125 on DK. That was my last official future I took. So I'm just throwing that out there as well. I'm pretty confident in that. So there's a little bane for your buck from Chase as well. But anyways, what do you boys got? Real quick, Chase, who's your, out of your playoff prediction, who's your national champion? It's Bama's revenge tour, Brock. I'm going Bama. I I think Ohio State is going to definitely give them a run for their money, but I'm going Bama. All right. There you have it. Chase's college football playoff predictions with Bama winning it, and he also gave his final best bet, which we always love. So, Max, what you got? So, like Chase said, it is very much a normal, consistent thing to have the same – about four teams in the college football playoff every year. If anybody knows me, I hate normalcy. I don't like being normal all the time, so I will not be picking those four teams. If they make it, I could see all four of them making it, but I will not be picking that. I will be going Bama at one, Ohio State at two. I can't I can't steer away from that. I think Georgia makes it. I don't quite know what number. I think they make it. I could see them losing once in the regular season and then losing to Bama in the – conference championship and then do you put them in with two losses it's a whole thing i don't know um and then i think the fourth team that gets in is like chase said i think whoever wins the pac-12 is the fourth team in i think that's usc just because i think usc wins the pac-12 and if that is going to be my 
stance I'm on of USC winning the Pac-12, which I think they do. I think they get in the playoff. So that's what I'm on. I think I think Georgia gets in. I think I could see them definitely not getting in, but I think they do get in, and I think it goes Bama, Ohio State, Georgia, USC, and then I got a Bama, Ohio State championship game, and it's Bama. I can't. It's it's Bama good revenge. Pick, good too. pick. It's Bama revenge too. I don't see. I honestly think Bama just destroys everybody. Like they'll have God. a couple bad. They'll have a couple bad games, but this team is loaded, Max. Like that last year when they played Auburn, bad game. But they still they managed to win. But I just think they just go and destroy everybody. I'm. I think Ohio State is maybe the only team that can kind of keep it close with them. But that's my four. Funny you should mention that. So my top four for the college football playoffs, I have the one seed being Ohio State, Bama at two, Clemson at three, and Georgia at four. Only reason I have Georgia at four and Clemson at three, college football playoff favors the SEC. They won an SEC versus SEC national championship. So if Clemson and Georgia both have one losses, one losses, you know, plural, uh, or if one of them has if they both have two for some reason and we have two two lost teams getting in, they will put Georgia at the four because they want to have an SEC versus SEC championship game. However, Bama is gonna win against Clemson. That that's obvious. But I still think Clemson could make noise and somehow upset them, but I will have Bama winning that. Ohio State's gonna beat Georgia. And my national champion as much as this hurts to say this, because no. my family absolutely no. hates this team, Ohio State will be winning the national championship this year. Okay, now I could see that. I could see that. I think Ohio State is one of the few teams that can give Bama a good run for their money, and all you need is one good game. Like, I think they could get them in a game. I just I don't see it happening. I could I could see them getting them one good game, but if you're I think if you're playing Bama versus Ohio State. Without seeing either of them play this year, I think if you're having them play 10 times, I think Bama gets them 8 out of 10 times. Now, that national championship game could be Ohio State's two, one of two times. I don't know. But I, I agree, Brock. I think Ohio State could give Bama a run for the money and beat them. I just I don't see that. Hap- I don't see it happening that game. And I, I mean, I totally respect that. I just, I don't know. Something about Ohio State this year just feels different compared to the years that they're predicted to win and then they don't and usually the years that are predicted to win i don't think they're gonna win this year for some reason as much like and you guys know me anybody who knows me my family absolutely despises ohio state my family member my family members grew up hawk fans till my mom went to iowa state and became cyclone fans so the ohio state hatred like is as big as it can get so it really Bro, you're gonna get it. disowned. You're getting disowned. I yeah. Uh, I I hope nobody in my family listens to this. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely. I mean, I could see it. I just think Bama's defense is a lot better. I think Ohio State's defense will be a lot better this year. They got Okie State's defense coordinator, and as we've seen over the years, their defense has been outstanding. I don't know. I I could see it, Brock. Like Max was saying, maybe they catch him off guard or something, but. Yeah, no, I I get where you're coming from there. And I mean, I I'm still not going to give up on Clemson. I said it when we talked about the ACC. Clemson could 
be the sneaky underdog in all of this who actually comes out on top as champions. But it's going to take a lot of improvement compared to last year. They cannot fall early. They need they need to stay consistent and improve all year if they want to contend with Ohio State, Bama, and Georgia. Well, and I think Clemson needs the rest of the ACC to kind of show out a little bit too, for sure. And I think that's – I mean, I don't think the Pac-12 is anything – phenomenal by any means but i think if somebody can win out like win it all win every game they're gonna be in and i think usc can do it i'm not saying they're i know chase hates on me for this but i think they're okay and i think they could based on their schedule i think they could get that done i don't think the other two teams could get it done in the pac-12 but i think if somebody can win all their games and get in for sure and i think clemson almost has to do that as well i think they can lose once probably but it has to be against a good team. Like they need the rest of the ACC to show up. Yeah, and I mean, like I know Brock's gonna like this, but I think Clemson actually has a pretty manageable schedule compared to the, like these other four teams ranked in the top twenty-five. I mean, I don't know. I'm just going through it right now, and I think I don't know. It just seems like their toughest game is either gonna be against NC State, but that's at home, and I think they definitely get revenge this season, and then probably it would be at Notre Dame. But, I mean, and they get Miami at home as well. That won't be a easy game. But, I mean, other than that, I think it's pretty manageable for them. So, I think, yeah, and it's nice for them too. Like, I think now we're, I know we're talking about this on the ACC segment, but, like, their first three games are, I mean, they should just destroy them. So, I feel like that will build up their confidence as well. So, yeah, I'm with you, Brock. I think Clemson is definitely a team to watch out for. I think they get their confidence back. And, yeah, I, I actually think they get in for sure. But, I don't know, that's just me. And, I mean, while we're talking about top four college football playoffs, I mean, I think everybody's Heisman predictions are revolving around the college football playoffs, so we might as well hit on that. Who are your guys' Heisman winners? Gosh, I just feel like a loser just taking all chalk tonight, but I'm I'm going CJ, Stroud, Ohio State, QB. I mean, there's really no explanation other than I just don't think Bryce Young can win it back-to-back. I think, as we've just seen over the years, it's – almost impossible for a guy to win it back-to-back years. So that's why I'm going, CJ. But but I will throw out some sleepers, though, because, I mean, we love some sleepers. So uh, my one of my two sleepers, I mean, this is a homer pick. You already know who I'm going with, Hendon Hooker, plus 4,000. I mean, come on, Tennessee Vols quarterback. He is a baller. That's all I need to say. Uh, the only reason I don't think he's going to get it is because Tennessee is probably not going to make the playoffs. So... Sadly, I probably wouldn't take that, but that was just a homer pick. And then, Brock, you're going to like this one. Uh, my other one is DJ from Clemson. So I I don't think he's going to be outstanding, but I think he's definitely going to be better this year, and I think they're going to be a playoff team. So I think he's definitely going to be in contention. And him at, like, I think it was plus 4,500. I mean, I think that's outstanding value. So he'd probably be my other sleeper, but I don't know. What do you boys got? Yeah, so I I agree with you, Chase. I think it's C.J. Stroud. I think he is the clear – I mean, he's the favorite right now. I think he's also in the best position because, like you said, the Heisman is, first off, such a quarterback-heavy award, and it's so hard to win back-to-back. The voters just seem to not like you to win back-to-back unless you have have to do something absolutely crazy. I don't think Bryce Young is going to do anything absolutely crazy just because of how good that team's going to be, I think, it's not going to seem like he's doing anything super amazing. I think it's CJ Stroud. Some sleeper picks that I think could 
I don't think they're going to win, but I think I would love to see them get a lot of hype and maybe sneak their way into getting invited to the final ceremony and things. I'd love to see Will Anderson get in there just because I think he's Great pick. He's so good from Alabama, and I they're not going to give it to an edge rusher, but I just I think he's going to have a phenomenal season, and I just want to see him get invited for sure. And I like B. John Robinson, too. I think him or a Wisconsin running back, Braylon, Braylon, Braylon Allen, Allen dog. I think, I think one of those two running backs could maybe make some noise, especially just having a phenomenal year and getting a lot of rush yards and just they can both put on a show. And that's kind of what you need to do to win the Heisman. And I think both of them can do that. I don't think they'll win the Heisman, but I'd love to see them get some at least hype for it. Yeah, um, Max, also a quick note. I don't know if you saw this, but our boy Braylon got snubbed from the AP first team. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. I, I Some of this stuff I don't understand. I, yeah, I could not believe that either. So, uh, yeah, he might be on uh, or have a chip on his shoulder this year. So, yeah, I would love to see that as well. All right. So my Heisman prediction is not going to be chalk like you guys because I want to go a little towards Max's idea. I'm tired of the same thing. Over and over again, I don't want to see Bama, Ohio State, blah, blah, blah win it. I mean, I think they've had Heisman winners in the past. But like I mentioned, the sleeper team for me this year to win it all is Clemson. So I'm going to pick DJ Uwe on Galele to win the Heisman Trophy this year. And I may have butchered his name. Don't know. But I will learn throughout this year how to pronounce his name like everybody had to learn Giannis's name 10 years ago. <laughs> I like it, Brock. I like it. And I think I think it could happen, Brock. I think it's a quarterback who could have a big year, and I think he could surprise a lot of people, and I could definitely see it happen. And like Chase said, great value on the bet there for sure. I think there's just a lot to be excited for for sure in this college football season. And – I'm I'm excited to see how it all kind of plays out for sure. And uh, I will hit on DJ one more time with the uh, Heisman winner idea. Like you guys mentioned, his the schedule favors Clemson for sure. And everybody towards the end of the season looks at what is that Heisman winning moment? What is that play, that game that solidified them as the Heisman winner for that year? November 5th against Notre Dame at Notre Dame will be that game if he stays consistent throughout the whole season. I feel like he could have a moment there at Notre Dame. That That's a tough place to play. So if he's able to go off, have a big game, or make a big play that everybody remembers for the next 25 years, that could be the game that solidifies his Heisman candidacy. I like it, Brock. I definitely agree. I, like, I actually think they beat Notre Dame there as well, so I'm all aboard for that. Yeah, I think... I, I definitely agree too, Brock. I think he has potential to do it. I think he can definitely do it for sure. And I'll say this. I don't think he's going to win it, but if USC really is making a playoff or anything, no. t- Caleb Williams is plus 700 to win the Heisman. So that would kill if, Oklahoma fans. If they are truly getting into the playoff, if you are a believer in myself, which I'm a believer in myself, then you, you might as well take it. Cause I think if, you tell me this: If USC gets into the playoffs, who's going to have to dominate? Caleb Williams. If USC gets in the playoffs, are you not going to potentially see a Caleb Williams Heisman invite? I mean, you're not wrong. If 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 they make the playoffs, then Caleb Williams will probably be in the top 
like one of the top Heisman candidates for that year. But again, that's a huge if. Huge if. Huge if. But if it happens, don't be surprised to see that. Chase is shaking his head. I don't think he agrees at all. I think it's more on the fact that he doesn't think USC is going to be good. No, I'm just going to say if you like donations, you might as well just donate that to charity. I mean, I would not bet that at all. I'm just going to tell you that. Sorry, Max. I will be betting that now. That is great. Well, we'll definitely have to, you know, come back to this conversation as the year progresses with USC and other teams. Um, But that is our college football playoff predictions. Chase and Max both have Alabama winning it. And I have Ohio State winning it, as much as that pains me to say. And then we also have our Heisman winners, who you both went with CJ, right? Yes, sir. And I went with DJ from Clemson as my pick, just to be different. Up next, we'll be talking about the five most intriguing games according to the 515 sports pod crew but before that we would love to give a quick shout out to our sponsor just like any sports team you want to be competitive effective and produce results so if you're thinking about buying or selling your home give team larson real estate a call at 515-291-8102 again give team larson a real estate a call if you are looking to buy or sell a home. Uh, We appreciate them, and we appreciate you guys for listening. So we will continue right on with our five games of the week. Real quick, shout out Team Larson, real estate. Thank you, Team Larson. Thank you. All right, so the five games of the week. Chase, do you want to rattle off the games so everybody knows what our top games of the week are? Yeah, I mean, this is about as good a schedule as it gets, so everyone better listen up So, <laughs> as Brock spits out his water. All right, so to kick off the college football year, we got Max's game of the year, Nebraska and Northwestern and Ireland. Any game Northwestern plays is game of the year, so. Okay, yeah, my bad. Um, So that will be our first game we discuss. Second game, we're going to do Wyoming at Illinois. Our third game, Charlotte at um, Florida Atlantic. Fourth game, North Texas versus UTEP. And then to wrap it up, I mean, I don't think I can think of a better game to wrap up a week zero. We got Vanderbilt at Hawaii, 930 on CBS Sports Network. Everyone better be tuned in. If you're not, and I catch you not tuned in, we're going to have a problem. So please watch that game. But, yeah, those are our five games. Um, Breck, do you just want me to hop right on into it? or? I mean, I'll I'll touch on the schedule real quick. I mean, yeah, week zero, you could not ask for a better better schedule. You got a bunch of teams that I think are going to struggle to get some wins, but honestly, they're going up against each other. So these well, these games are really important. I'll I'll say this: you got a bunch of hungry dogs trying to get some dubs. So you know, this is your week to go show out. You know, maybe I'm sure coaches have a this is our starters and whatnot, but I think some of these teams some of these jobs are probably still up in the air a little bit. So you get a chance to go show out and ball out and put on a show and Hey, you might not get many televised games. So this is also a big chance for them to put on a show and get on TV and see, have scouts see them maybe. And it's just a big week all around for all these teams, even though they might not be the most overall eye catching teams. At the end of the day, football season's back. A lot of people are going to be watching. I know a lot of people are going to be watching that Hawaii, uh, Vanderbilt game for sure 
I mean, Chase said you couldn't ask for a better game to start off college football with Hawaii and Vanderbilt. Me, personally, I probably would take Kansas versus UConn, but that's not happening this year, so we'll settle for a Hawaii and Vanderbilt. But, yeah, I mean, we'll start off talking uh, our picks. Chase, if you want to start us off. Yeah, and then uh, I can kind of touch on it too, but each week we're going to be picking five games that we're going to want to discuss, and then we'll just keep track of our record throughout the season and see who the expert is among us, which will probably be me, but uh, no, I'm just kidding, boys. I'm more of an NFL guy anyways. (laughs) No, yeah, so that will be our plan. So uh, it'll be fun to keep track of our records and see how we do. So, But yeah, no, I will give my picks first. So start out with the game of the year. I'm going to go Nebraska. I'm sorry, Max. I do have Northwestern covering. I will be betting Northwestern plus 13. I'm just going to tell you that. I think it's a close game, but I think in the end, Nebraska gets it done. Uh, Second game, I'm going to go Illinois. I think, like I mentioned in the Mountain West um, episode, I think that Wyoming is going to be really bad this year. I think they lost a lot, a lot, a lot of guys. And Illinois, I mean, they're not going to necessarily be great. But I think Wyoming's just going to be trying to find themselves in these first couple of games, and I think Illinois just takes it to them. I think they cover that 10 also as well. And then our third game, I got Charlotte actually beating FAU. I'm also going to be taking the points here with Charlotte, plus seven. That's probably been my favorite play of the weekend. But I will be taking Charlotte to win that, um, my first dog pick. And then North Texas UTEP, I mean, this game is going to be a battle. Uh, Conference USA opener here for both these teams uh, in the end I'm gonna go UTEP I just think North Texas is gonna struggle to throw the football I mean they kind of figured it out towards the end of last year but I mean they really didn't because they just ran the ball and that's pretty much how they made it to a bowl game is they just started running the ball like crazy and no one could stop it so I feel like UTEP now is gonna actually have a lot more time to game plan this and I think they're just gonna be ready I like them at home as well that's why I gave them the advantage so going Utah, and then to wrap it up, I'm taking the Island Boys. Come on. I'm going Hawaii, upset and Vandy here. I won't even call it an upset. I know Hawaii is supposed to be absolutely awful, but, I mean, something's brewing on that island. I'm taking Hawaii to beat Vanderbilt. What do we got, fellas? So I am going to be taking Northwestern because game of the year. So Northwestern. I will be taking to win that game. I also think they take they do cover plus 13 and a half. I like them a lot in that game. I actually do like them. I'm not trying to be a homer here. I actually do like them to win that game. I think I think they I think they can do it. I guess we'll see what happens. Ireland, we'll see what happens. Illinois, I like Illinois to win. I agree with Chase. I also think they cover the 10. I think Wyoming's going to be really bad. I think Wyoming's going to be really bad. And so I think Illinois covers the points there. I got FAU winning. I think they win that game. Like Chase said, I think it's a dogfight. I actually think Charlotte might cover the seven, and but I still think FAU wins. UTEP, I think UTEP wins. I'm on UTEP there over North Texas. Same reasons Chase said. And then I'm on Hawaii as well. I think Hawaii wins that game. Like Chase said, there's something brewing in that island, man. And I am hopping on Hawaii because I think they might win two games all year. And this is one of them. Love the list guys. I starting out Nebraska Northwestern. It's Nebraska. Nebraska is going to win. And honestly, I think they might actually cover the points. You guys remember the score from last year? 
56 to 7. Yeah, I do. Yeah, Northwestern's I mean, going to remember that as well. Well, yeah, that was that's part of the plan. Let them let them beat you up last year and then wait for the even year and go destroy them. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I got Nebraska winning and I have them winning handily. And that hurts me to say that. Illinois is going to beat Wyoming. Yeah, Wyoming, trash. So I have Illinois winning there. FAU, Charlotte, I got FAU winning. Then I get back on the train with everybody and take UTEP over North Texas. I was going to say North Texas was going to win, but last year they only won by three points, and uh, it was because UTEP had a turnover more than North Texas did. And honestly, I still thought UTEP was a better team last year. So UTEP's going to win that one. And the final game, as much as I wanted to take Hawaii and be like you guys, I'm going to just be a little different. I think this game's a coin flip, really. So I'm going to be a little different and take Vanderbilt. And you know what? That might be one of the losses I have this week. And then um, I'm going to throw this in here as well, Brock, but Hawaii is 11-1. and in their past 12 games, opening up the season uh, covering. So they might not win, but I like the plus six and a half too, if you want to take it. So I'm just going to add that. That that might be worth it, honestly. I think it will be a close game for sure. No, so. it, it's, it's definitely a coin flip. But hey, at but, the end of the day, everyone better be tuned into it. So that's really all that matters. I just love talking about week zero and Nebraska and Illinois are both playing, but they're not playing each other like they did last year where one of my first bets is a, 21 year old was Illinois <laughs> first quarter money line against Nebraska and Illinois was punting with like 30 seconds left. And I was like, Oh no, I'm not going to get it. It's zero zero. And Nebraska threw it forward in the end zone. And that was a safety for that was a first quarter. Absolutely electric Brock. Ch- Chase was there and saw my reaction. I was, I was <laughs> about to die because I just lost my first pick. And, uh, I mean, the greatest thing I ever did was take Illinois first quarter money line. And you know what? Might do that again, even though it's going to be probably very, very juicy because they're playing a terrible Wyoming team. Well, I'm going to be taking Northwestern first quarter money line, so. Okay, okay. No, I'm just messing. I just want to see your reaction. (laughs) I was going to say, I'm going to be taking a full game, so I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Max, I actually need to see the bet slip for this, all right? All right, it's smacking, so I'm not worried. <laughs> all right, all right. I don't believe you, so I want to see this. That That is great. I mean, Nebraska, Northwestern, I th- it's either going to be really, really close or it's going to be a blowout. It won't be like a 7 to 14 point win. It's going to either be like yeah. 25 to 30, whatever, or it's going to be a three-point win. But, yeah, I'm uh, with you, Brock. I mean, as much as I want Nebraska to lose and Scott Frost to get fired, I just don't like the guy. I mean, I, I think they win pretty easily today, uh, this weekend. And the best part about predictions is we get to see what happens. So, oh, yeah. And I, uh, full disclosure, terrible at picking college football. I am absolutely terrible at picking college football. When it comes to the NFL, for some reason, I'm a little better, but, you know, this is a college football show. But, uh, yeah, that, that's the five games of the week, according to the 515 Sports Pod crew. It should be a great week zero. Again, not the blue bloods of Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, Notre Dame facing each other or whatever. But honestly, it's 
might be a little more entertaining to see some of these lower level programs battle it out for wins that might be their only wins of the season. So, and if anyone's interested in listening to Chase and I talk sports more, Friday night we are we can be calling the Ballard Bombers Bondurant for our Blue Jays football game starting around seven o'clock, seven thirty Central Time on the Ballard Network YouTube page. So if you want to hear us make fools of ourselves per usual. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely a basketball guy. So, yeah, if you need a good laugh, you can just listen to me try to commentate football. So there you go. Oh, yeah, it'll be a great time. Love to getting the crew back together for another great broadcasting season for Ballard yeah. Sports. We're getting the band back together. Come on, bro. <laughs> that is our week zero episode 515 Sports Podcast, Max Olson, Chase Winterboard, Brock Bierman. We appreciate you guys listening. As always, stay tuned for our content next week as we preview week one. Thanks for listening. We will see you guys next week.